when you go uh, through a loneliness period, it's where you have to draw some red lines. You have to uh, to mark your boundaries, and this is a very um, rewarding period. Should we see being lonely as an opportunity? Periods that we are, we feel lonely are periods that actually uh, they are good for exploration, for expanding yourself, uh, for knowing yourself. So it's not actually a bad thing being lonely. A chance for self-exploration? Everybody goes through this phase. Everybody. There's nobody that doesn't feel lonely at some point in their life. But the thing is that we don't dare to admit it, and that makes it hard. And how can the taboo around loneliness be broken? This time in the Here in Holland podcast, a fascinating interview with the psychologist behind the Anti-Loneliness Project. My name is Vasya Sarandopoulou and I am from Greece. I live here in the Netherlands for like three years and I'm a psychologist. And you run something called the Anti-Loneliness Project. Uh, briefly, we'll get into more details later. What is it? Uh, it's actually the name of my practice. Uh, two years ago, I, was, I wanted to um, initiate my business, uh, but I wanted a mission behind it. So, yes, I will have a practice, but what's going to be my mission my goal, and my goal was to help people defeat loneliness. And, and who do you do this for? Um, I do for adults that they are facing problems or challenges in their life, and actually adults dealing with adulthood. And what are some of the common challenges that expats face when, when it comes to uh, you know, the, the people you come across, the people you try and help and in the anti-loneliness project? The challenges that usually we face is when we go through a transition period, when something changes in our life, uh, moving house, moving country or uh, getting a new job. So these phases in our life initiate some challenging emotions. There I, I feel that people need to talk to a counsellor most. And that is typically something that expats go yeah. through, of course. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. Mostly uh, the expats go through this uh, a lot. And, and sometimes in a very short space of time with lots of things happening at the same time. Yeah, they need to adjust in a difficult situation in a very short time and that is uh, what is more most challenging. Uh, surveys show that expats often struggle with the social side of, of life in the Netherlands, um, sometimes find it difficult to, to make friends or getting to grips with a different lifestyle. Do you see this too and, and how can people deal with this? Yes, I see it sometimes that... Uh, yeah, people, they have to adjust to a new culture and especially to adjust to the Dutch culture. Culture. It's not that it's something difficult, but it's an interesting culture and a very different one, especially if you are grown up in a Mediterranean country or somewhere in the Asia. It's, it's quite different. You only need to um, adjust and to keep socializing and to have an open mind. And then things will come to you uh, naturally. What are some of the main differences then, do you think? Let's say I believe that uh, the Dutch culture is more rationalizing. They deal with their emotions in a way that they need a reason behind that. And while other cultures, maybe they're more passionate, they're more, they're, they work more with their instincts. So that is, I think, the basic difference. And do you have then tips on how to deal with that for, for expats, for internationals, on how they can deal with the, this different culture once they're you know, confronted with that when they come to live here? They're very lucky that they are here in a, in a country that they embrace the expert community uh, in a very nice way. 
they have a lot of activities that they do all together. The only thing you, you need to do is just to keep digging and then you go and you find yourself in a network that, of course, there are Dutch people there, but also people from other countries. And so the network is then very important yeah. and, and that, that's something you need to do right from the beginning? First of all, you need to um, observe and uh, look around you and then you find networking and then actually another thing that is very helpful is volunteering and uh, the Netherlands they are very active in this section uh, so even if you don't have a job you can find a lot of opportunities that you can volunteer and through this you can get a, a lot of uh, people in your network. Because being isolated is one of the biggest biggest problems then? Yeah it is it is and um Talking about isolation or loneliness, it's not that you stay at home and you feel that you are alone. Uh, this is not loneliness. Loneliness is that you have a feeling of being disconnected with others, even though you are among a lot of people. So it's actually that you carry it with you. It's inside you. So, of course, you don't want to be isolated and then people will help you, but you have to make some deep and real connections with people. I was going to ask you that, yeah. Is that the, the definition of loneliness? It sounds maybe a stupid question. It's sort of one of those things everyone knows, well, loneliness is, is being on your own. And, and But there's more to it than that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's something that um, it's quite deep inside us. The sign of loneliness actually is when you are in desperate need of yourself. So you need first to be a friend of yourself and then to be friends with others. Uh, could you explain more? What does that actually mean, being a friend with yourself? Uh, it means that when you are with yourself, you don't feel that something is missing. Either you are with yourself or with other people's. Loneliness is this feeling that you uh, have, that something is missing, that you don't belong here, you cannot connect with yourself or with others. So first you need to find some time for yourself. You embrace loneliness. You are okay with being with yourself. And then... You do things that you're kind with yourself, you do things that you, know, you like, and then people like you back. So it's a question of self-knowledge as well, knowing what you want to do, what you're good at, uh, and what you're, what you're comfortable with, and, and making choices. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, periods that we, are, we feel lonely are periods that actually uh, they are good for exploration, for expanding yourself, uh, for knowing yourself. So it's not actually a bad thing being lonely. You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast. Coming up in a moment, Vasia gives her tips on getting the most out of life in the Netherlands. Being present, enjoying the day that it's here and now and not confusing the past experience with the future uh, goals and stresses. This is the interview edition of the podcast. There's also a story edition in which internationals share anecdotes about life in the Netherlands. If you haven't subscribed already, then please do, and then you'll get all of the editions delivered automatically to your phone or tablet. It's very easy. Go to iTunes or the Android app of your choice and search for Here in Holland. It's just like using any other app. But if you do need help, then check out the How to Subscribe page at the website hereinholland.com. And I'd love to get your feedback, so please do get in touch. There's a WhatsApp number 
0612428387. You can also mail me here in Holland at gmail.com or contact me via Facebook, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. All these details are in the show notes and also on the website hereinholland.com. Okay, back to the interview with Vasya. Loneliness is associated with with negative emotions, and everyone thinks, yeah, if, if if you're lonely to some extent, yeah, that that's a terrible thing. Yeah, yeah. And this is the taboo around the world, uh, the word uh, loneliness, because we're la- we feel like, uh, no, no, I shouldn't be lonely. That's not a good thing. But actually, yeah, it's a good thing. It's okay to be lonely sometimes. We everybody goes through this phase. Everybody. There's nobody that doesn't feel lonely at some point in their life. But the thing is that we don't dare to admit it, and that makes it hard. And especially in this period where um, everybody seems to be uh, thrilling in socializing and uh, having a, a huge network, and we can we can see their Facebook profiles, they're full with friends and having a, a blast of time. Then you feel, okay, what's wrong with me? Why am I lonely? But this is not the case. Everybody goes through it. You need yeah. to recognize it, and then there are techniques to to deal with it. And you can help people with those techniques. Yeah, I can help people. We can we can do the um, digging, let's say, uh, experience together, and we can search inside us. Why do we feel lonely? Where does this start? What is the the belief we have, and we make ourselves suffer from loneliness? And then slowly we build up, and uh, we make a strong character that you feel that it's okay sometimes to be lonely. And what do you need most in your life? When you go uh, through a loneliness period, it's where you have to draw some red lines. You have to uh, to mark your boundaries, and this is a very rewarding period, if you can say that. So it's an opportunity to yeah. dig into yourself and find out what the root causes of of certain issues, problems, loneliness actually yeah. are, and then you can deal with them and move forward on on a stronger basis. Exactly, exactly. Because loneliness, I see it as an umbrella, and under that there are a lot of issues or challenges that they can start. So if you find the root, as you said, then you can solve other issues at the same time. Are there certain groups of expats who are more likely to be lonely or do you come across a certain people in your, in your anti-loneliness project? Do you come across certain expats from a certain group, certain professions, certain countries, regions? I can say that uh, maybe the spouse expat Sometimes called a trailing spouse. I don't know if that's a negative term, but yeah, yeah, it's something like the same. Yeah, I usually come up with the the, the term spouse expert, but it's uh, the person that comes to you in uh, the country that you move to, and they don't have a job, but they just they are there to support you. And sometimes the challenge is that although they go through a very difficult period, they feel that they shouldn't express it because now their role is to support their partner. So they suppress these emotions. And then at some point it gets bigger, and they are at home, and they don't have, let's say, the network from their work, they don't have their family, and this makes it a little bit difficult. And, and what's your tip then for those people? I could say the same, the same thing that you said before, like um, volunteer, get out there, find something that interests you, like a hobby, and then occupy some time with, uh, with it, and then build some friends around it that you have the same hobby. 
You also help people who are going through difficulties with marital problems or, or difficulties with, with teenage kids, uh, for example. Does, does being an expat and international in the Netherlands put an, an extra strain on, on family life too? Um, I run a uh, divorce support group here in Leiden and also one in The Hague is about to start. And I can see that people that they go through uh, marital problems, uh, getting a divorce or being in a difficult situation, indeed it puts a strain on their expert life. But this is actually a two-way street because also having marital problems makes their expert life even harder. And the expert life makes it harder to be here with your partner. So it's like actually both ways. Yeah, you don't have your family here. You don't have your, uh, your support network when you come to a new country. And this makes it difficult. You feel like you have problems, but okay, who am I I'm going to share it with? So you need to find, find a network yeah. and, 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 and don't be on your own and try and get some help and advice to, to get you through those periods. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and Vasya, you've been in the Netherlands for, for how long now? Almost three years. And you're from Greece? Yeah, exactly. How did you get to terms with settling in the Netherlands when you first came here then? I, I believe that what helped me through these three years is that I kept a, an open mind. I'm very curious. My personality is like, like that. And I see new things and I, I keep being surprised with these new things. So I like uh, meeting new people. I like learning new things. So I think being open-minded it makes me more flexible. And still enjoying life in the Netherlands? Yeah, a lot. And what's the best thing here for you? I like the environment. I like that I see all this beauty around me, the canals and the green and all this countryside. And I like that uh, the Dutch system is quite organized and this keeps me settled and um, in uh, peace of mind, let's say. And what about things, if things are going a bit uh, tough, if things, things you don't like, are there other things that get under your skin and how do you deal with those? Just giving some time, some time. And um, try not to make comparisons with my culture. This is something different and um, I'm adjusting to the new conditions. And finally then, uh, the last sort of tip for expats from, from your point of view, you know, as a, as a psychologist running the Anti-Loneliness uh, Project, what's, what's your golden tip for, for people listening to this podcast to really try and get the most out of life in the Netherlands? Being present, enjoying the day that it's here and now and not confusing the past experience with the future uh, goals and stresses. Just being present, just leave what you have today and be grateful for that. I think that's what makes it more uh, viable, let's say. You've been listening to the Here in Holland podcast. My guest was... My name is Vasya Sarandopoulou and I am from Greece. And she is the psychologist running the Anti-Loneliness Project. I'll provide the links to the project in the show notes and the blog article that will appear on my site to go with this podcast. This is the interview edition of the podcast here in Holland. There's also a story edition in which internationals share anecdotes about life in the Netherlands. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, then please do so. That way you'll get all of the editions automatically delivered to your device. It's very easy. Go to iTunes or an Android app of your choice and search for Here in Holland. There is a guide on my website too if you do need help, hereinholland.com. 
and I'd love to get your feedback, so please get in touch. There's a WhatsApp number 0612-428387, an email address here in Holland at gmail.com, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland, and all these details will be in the show notes and also on the website here in Holland.com. And from me, Andy Clark, as ever, until next time, and thanks for listening. <laughs>